The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. The Bulldogs will have to beat North Bay while Shorzy's family reunion's underway, but half the team's gone missing and Shorzy's sisters are kissing? Seattle, if you can't win, don't play. Tanya, you ready? Yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Matt, you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Good, because you're fucking going. Yeah! Victor, you ready? It's not a goldfish. Good, because you're going. Yeah! That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast being tribute to the great Canadian show Letterkenny and now Shorzy. Now I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letterkenny out there, but this one likes waffles. I'm Al, your host, and joining sure. me in the room once again is the lovely Tanya. And online we have Squirrely Matt, the vagrant Victor, back in his lo-fi self. And joining us this week... <laughs> Uh, she loves cats and dogs aside from letter Kenny. She's into SpongeBob and Seinfeld. She enjoys diamond art. She thinks burritos and tacos are the best food around. And she's obsessed with meow wolf. She's a patron and a member of our DM group and a great gal, a really great gal. Please join me in making some noise for Brenya. Wondrous. Oh my God. Welcome to the Produce Stand, Brenya. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well. Am I pronouncing your name uh, correctly? Is it Brenya? Correct. That's my nickname, so that's Ah, totally fine. All right. Gotcha. Okay. Now I saw I saw Brenna on the screen. I'm like, have we been saying it wrong this whole time? No, 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 no. My so my real name's Brenna, but um, back a long time ago when I was working at an overnight shift, you know we're weird mm-hmm. um and the perfect circle song called brenya oh. uh, if you've ever heard of that that became a thing and it's been my nickname ever since I, so. i'm not sure i'm That's familiar how. with that uh that song but okay um Are you familiar with the band yes yeah. perfect circle yes i am familiar right. with the band. for sure yes. yeah <laughs> uh so since this is your first time at the produce stand we got to ask you the standard questions i mean you're a letter kenny fan i, I i'm assuming because you, you joined us when we were doing letter kenny uh how did you uh, find okay. letter kenny So crazy, kind of a crazy story, I guess, is so my brother was a fan, is a fan of Letterkenny and he was constantly like, you got to watch, you got to watch, you got to watch. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't sound okay. It doesn't sound funny at all. (laughs) Um, And then last year when I went up to his house for a few days, he was like, okay, great. Now we're watching Letterkenny. And I was like, crap. Um, and I was hooked with the first couple of minutes that cold open is perfect. Um, and I was, I've been hooked ever since and I've watched it several times. I've tried to get other people to watch it. Uh, I convert as many people as I possibly can. <laughs> Excellent. You're fighting the good fight. And, um, where, where remind, or remind us, I don't know if you've ever told us, where are you speaking to us from? So I am in Colorado. I am actually in Pueblo. In, in Pueblo, Colorado. Pueblo, Colorado. Oh, yep. very nice. So, do you know uh, um, our buddy? Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, what? Sorry, is it Joey? Joey. Are you, do you know Joey? <laughs> Don't know Joey. Um, I'm about two hours south of him. Yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, I know kind of where he is in a rough general area. <laughs> well, he's always out and about walking it, walking his dog. So you just look for to... a roller coaster and a guy walking a dog. You'll find yeah, him. Exactly. True. <laughs> except, for when you're, except for when you're up there, that's all you do is see dog people walking dogs. So that's right. If you going, Joey, 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 Joey. <laughs> Might be the dog's name for all you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. How did you, how and when did you find us? So, um, I found you guys last year, probably August ish. Mm -hmm. Um, I never listened to podcasts. I was also, I wasn't really into them. And then I was like, you know what? I commute for work every single day. I'm really getting tired of listening to my music. So I decided to try podcasts and I didn't know what I wanted to listen to. So I just kind of researched like Letterkenny podcast mm-hmm. and you and how are you now popped up. Right. And I can't remember. Um, I can't remember why, but I picked you guys and I was, that's <laughs> the end of the story. I've been listening to you ever since. Amazing. So, well, thanks for yeah. joining us tonight. And uh, I've been looking forward to meeting you in person. I mean, you've been in our DM group for so long, but like you said, you're a lurker. You, you've never <laughs> actually joined our after parties or our ag hall. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you were able to join us tonight. Correct. Thank you. I'm glad that I joined too. Awesome. I uh, was pretty nervous, but I was like, okay, let's do it. There's no yeah. need to be nervous. We'll be gentle. I promise. Uh, may, maybe not Victor, but yeah. the rest yeah. of us will be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Victor and I like Seinfeld. So That's I right. Yeah. We, I think we'll get, a, I think we'll get along. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. So here we go. Yeah, you, you, you know. me and most people, just so you know, it's, I don't think it's an exclusive True. club. Yeah. I think the, 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 the more exclusive club is, is Al and Matt and uh, those kind of uh, weirdos. I don't hate Seinfeld. Anyway, yeah. let's, we're not I, I'm with you. I don't hate it. I just, yeah, it's just, just don't whatever. get it. Yeah. It's whatever. Here we go. Yeah. All right. How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is Victor, Tanya, Matt, Al, and our guest, Brenya will, Brenya will have the last word. Victor, how's your week? Um, my week's been uh, pretty good, I guess. We've had really great weather um, since the weekend. Um, I think there's, you know, it gets a little warm during the day, but we're working, so it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. So I've been having good runs. Uh, settle down, Matt. Running outside, <laughs> uh, and and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm wondering, uh, Brenya, uh, are you one of the folks uh, uh, across the border who uh, are who know that you're one game away from winning the Stanley Cup, or not even sure that you have a hockey team in your state? Ah, <laughs> uh, so I and, and there's no wrong answer. Aware- I mean, it's not a test. <laughs> I am actually aware that we are in it and we are one step away, mm. but that's as much as I can tell you. I don't well, like, follow hockey, all you but when... Know. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. If, if you could tell me that without having, have, having had me tell you that first, that would have been excellent. <laughs> but now we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that they... I know that they Avalanche scored last night in overtime, and that's what caused them you to all, win. Then, so you I, know I what? Know that, enough. <laughs> that did it. That I was going to say, it. you know you're, more than ninety percent of of uh, Americans out there right now, what, so. including those in Colorado. Yeah, so, you so you're doing well. Well done. <laughs> all right, I passed. <laughs> is, is, is that everything there, Victor? Or did you have? Yeah, sure. Right. Let's let's. Okay, Tanya, on. how about your week? <laughs> okay, th- it feels like it's been forever since we did this like that was a I, week ago i but, yeah but Look, you, what happened Al? Did you, i know did you have a concussion no, no. but you were she with, was very lonely after you one were week with victor alone. yeah and i was here mm-hmm. and you were in you were in there and and, Wait, and are you referring just, to the computer when you yeah, said in there you were in there <laughs> in the computer 
And it just feels like it feels like it's either been the longest week ever or it feels like we haven't done this in forever. Anyways, mm. it's it's been a very long week. This week was very busy. It's a very busy week. Yeah. Very busy week. Got to bottle that one up. Got to bottle that one. You were in there in the computer. That's a T-shirt right there. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, our son finished high school and uh, finished grade nine. Grade nine. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's that's done. We still have the little one in school, so uh, one in, one out. Um, we 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 actually did homework with uh, our son today, which was hilarious, yeah. and we're gonna do more of that because wow, he is just he he kind of makes me feel like what it would be like to watch with you, Matt. Like he laughs and giggles and and just breaks down so quickly, and and and, and he's just it's it's a it's a riot. To, to watch it with him so yeah. that i'm was easily entertained yeah so yeah we watched the, the one episode of shorzy with him today and then he loved it so much tanya started watching letter kenny from episode one with him i did wow like, yeah. are you skipping fart book no I, no know. we watched it today <laughs> fart book and uh yeah i i gotta say not what i remembered it being. <laughs> would it still make your top five um no yeah. no i don't think so you've come the, the, the cycle is done you've yeah, come you've the come whole, a long way the full you've distance. come a long way we're proud but, of you. Yeah. But you know what? The first uh, first one, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm like, and, and even well, because the first one like, we did the table read recently. So uh, it should be like fresh in your mind. It is. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's interesting rewatching it and and catching things that I didn't see the first time. Anyways. Yeah. So that will be uh, interesting to watch it with him. That's our summer kind of mm -hmm. uh, homework or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, other than, oh, and I had, uh, I had, uh, I met, uh, Ian service, That's uh, right. last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Hey to Ian service. Uh, he was talking about us on our podcast and, uh, how we use his services. Uh, so shout out to him and, uh, how we, I, I had a, uh, I stepped out of my house. Uh, we had a date. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it a date. Uh, we went you, to a, a movie premiere. We went to yesterday. a movie premiere. And you were his sloppy second. In Toronto. Actually, you would have been the sloppy seconds. Well, that makes you thirds then. I. <laughs> it went to me. And then I'm like, Matt would really enjoy this. Try Matt. Oh, we make it, me look like the ass in this scene. And then it went to Victor. It's not hard, Matt. And then it circled back to me again. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I will. So that was my like first time kind of venturing out of the house and into a, a theater. And uh, as some of you know, um, I, I've been dealing with some anxiety and uh, some panic attacks and stuff. And you know what? I got to say, my therapy was uh, really kicking in and I did it. It was just one of you those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that uh, I just kept on telling myself just because it's unfamiliar doesn't mean it's bad. It just means I need to make it familiar again. So yep. it's just one of those things that is going to feel weird for the first little while, um, but I can get through it and uh, just fight the good fight. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it was good. We, uh, we did that and had a date and yeah, it's good. Yeah. Matt, how's your week? Another doozy. They're, they're all interesting. It seems. Um, I'd say uh, first a happy uh, late Father's Day to you, gents. Oh, thank uh, you. That was on the weekend, and back, that was back fun. at you. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a fun time. Um, we we're, wifey and I are on like basically autopilot right now. Our little guy has not been sleeping. He's got this vicious cough again. Oh, oh gosh, Matt. So 
so far, fingers crossed tonight, he seems to be okay. But my God, the last three nights, I, I swear we've slept maybe a total two hours of each night. Mm. He's just up. It's been ridiculous. Um, the other two things I want to focus on one, uh, the, the crusade of the sweater that I started last <laughs> week. So my sweater arrived, this mm-hmm. camp caribou thing that I'm absolutely in love with, but the circumstances of how it arrived are questionable. Mm. So I, I, I think last week I said it didn't show up. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Anyways, I ordered it. It didn't show up. It said it was delivered. Um, I followed up with Canada Post. They started an investigation. A couple days later, they said, nope, we've it's gone. Lost. File a complaint with the seller. Get them to replace it. Blah, 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 blah. So I did. Mm-hmm. I, I called the seller. Um, no, it was actually one of, the fric- one of the most frictionless things I've ever experienced. They're oh, like, good. within an hour, they're like, all right, we're already sending another one. I'm like, nice. wow, okay. Um, that said... Fast forward. So this was Tuesday when I first lost last Tuesday on Monday morning. Um, so let me go back. 1130 at night. I took my dog out mm-hmm. to go pee before bed. Nothing was there. 7 a.m. I took my dog out. There's a package wedged in my door. It is the initial, the original sweater sitting in my door frame. Oh, yeah. And it didn't even trigger my camera because I have a door cam. Right which is also very strange. And then when I brought it into the house and looked at it, it had clearly been opened and then resealed. Right. So, so I'm like, there, was there an apology uh, yeah, I was gonna no, say, from, from, from your neighbor? You had you a, know? no, it was a porch pirate who stole it when he saw what it was like, fuck yeah. this. I don't want yeah. this shit. And he gave it back. You thought that's, so, oh, that's a Christmas sweater. So that's, that's my theory. I mean, I'm assuming it landed someone else's door and they yeah. either a, they didn't realize that it wasn't opened it, but had they done that on accident, you would have thought they would have mm-hmm. just, brought it back said sorry yeah this is for you but it came in the middle of the night that's weird right and snuck into my door yeah. that tells me that person felt guilt of some kind or, or just, yeah or didn't it was want, really sketchy didn't want to be so, questioned as to how they got the package exactly so i don't know it was really bizarre it was like but then they opened it they're like oh clearly, the reason they did it yeah clearly the person it, who the, clearly the person who ordered this sweater has bigger issues i need to return it <laughs> they need this sweater more than i do <laughs> so i have my sweater and i fucking love it it made yeah, me so it happy great. yeah um and yeah, now I, you have a sweater story to go mm-hmm. with and now you've got two sweaters yeah i do actually have two sweaters wow. now. <laughs> amazing so so there's that and then the other thing al you know a bit of it today and there's actually mm-hmm. more to the story so exciting. i well yes and no so oh. there, there's more to it i kind of misread and got over eager ah. um i did get a call back for an audition for a voice role mm-hmm. Turns out I missed the initial email. I've sorted this all out now. Oh. Um, they sent me an email on Tuesday saying, hey, we've got um, a McDonald's commercial that we want you to read for, um, which is really cool. I, I didn't actually get any email until today, which is Thursday. The deadline for the audition was yesterday. Oh, so oh, I, wow. I, 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 I missed that. Your first yeah, so you had and, one well, job, well, literally know, one job. I know. I fucked it all up. I know. I was so mad. I was so. I was so excited, Al. I know. Oh. I jumped on a call with you. I was asking about oh, these audio no. things. Oh. I was scrambling. I was already practicing. I had the dialogue. I was already practicing. I'm like, wait. So I it was. It came from a guy I hadn't communicated with. It landed in a weird spot in my email. Mm. Ultimately, I fixed all that. And he and I joked a bit. I said. I'm really sorry. He's like, no, no, no. These, these come and go all the time. Now that we've officially connected, you know what my emails look like. I'll be include you on all content going forward where you fit the bill. Uh, we'll get you in next time. Don't you worry. But so, you could have been the next Ronald McDonald. I know. <laughs> or, or unless it was this new Russian McDonald's. Oh, well, I don't know. But either way, it's exciting that it's even like even that. So I'm, I'm pissed that I missed the audition opportunity, sure, sure. but it still started. And actually the reality is I probably wouldn't have been able to make this one work anyways. Cause my week was so fucking hectic, Yeah, but 
either way, I have contact now and I'll keep you guys updated. But it was kind of... Word of God, I was just having the same conversation with my son about teaching him to turn on his email notifications so he wouldn't <laughs> miss important ones. Because the kids don't check their emails these days. Okay. This, um, this is the issue, Matt. You're, you're, you're Mr. Fraud. You're so like uh, skeptic yeah. of anything you get it's now true. that it's you, true. you ignore something that was, would have been a great, uh, well, and I mean, you guys are both in roles similar, like yeah. in the sense that the amount of emails that come in true. is unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got so many big projects and issues under the way. If I'm not looking for something specific, it's, I'm, I'm missing a lot of like lower, mm-hmm. um, lower. So, but anyways, I've set a notification for this particular guy now mm-hmm. so that an email comes in, I am not going to miss it. But anyways, it was exciting, even well, though nothing happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, let's, uh, let's hope you, you get something better than, uh, uh, better than McDonald's. I don't know, but you know, <laughs> right? there's a, there's a Yiddish word for you. It's called the schlemazel. <laughs> schlemazel. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be insulted or not. Uh, wasn't that on Laverne and Jersey? Surely. Uh, <laughs> Laverne and Shorzy. <laughs> Laverne and Shorzy. That's a very different. Okay. Uh, if uh, Letter Kenny Memes is watching, you've got uh, some work to do there. All right. Um, Trey, oh, we have to call it. Trey said, nice, Matt. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Bravo, sir. All right. My week has been fucking crazy. So I was on Toronto. Mike did the kicked out the best of volume four with him last what was it thursday or friday i forget now i'm sorry what toronto mike when i went or no it was monday it was monday. this monday it was my, I, i'm um, telling you this it's just- that episode hasn't gone out yet uh he's putting it out next monday so uh, stay tuned for that um we went to this movie premiere for the faking of the murder, uh, faking a murderer last night, which was a lot of fun. Uh, actor, director Stu Stone and his uh, partner in Toronto, Mike was there, and Tanya said Ian Service is there, and uh, we and Victor. I posted a picture of me and I Jesse saw. Camacho. Uh, like I, I was walking into the theater, and there he was sitting there. I'm like, holy shit, you're Jesse Camacho. He's like, I am. Like, uh, and and I started talking to him. Tanya says that I was I was giddy and stuff. I don't he know, was. but anyway, uh, the star of Less Than Kind. And, and it was awesome. He was, he was very, very kind. And, and we shook hands and he let me, he took a selfie with me and he even said, Oh yeah, I'll come on your letter. Kenny podcast. So, uh, so we'll have him on, uh, you know, hopefully soon in the near future. Yeah. Good guy. Um, had band practice today. So if I sound a little hoarse or if I'm a little lower energy today, it's because (laughs) I've already had a long day. And tomorrow night we have a practice table read with uh, Dean and Tiara for the next, uh, their next table read. And this one's really cool because it's a, it's a letter Kenny script that was written on spec by, by a, a writer, a TV writer who's written a bunch of stuff, but this, he's just this is his script, so it's never before seen or heard of Letter Kenny content. I read the script; it's it's really funny. So I'm looking forward to doing this. Um, yeah, busy, busy week. Uh, Brenya, how about you? How have you been? Oh man, um, week hasn't been terrible. Um, so I currently live with my mom. She's been on vacation. She's mm-hmm. been on a cruise in like Turkey, Greece, oh, Rome, wow. all yeah. all the way over there um so i've been working from home because i'm taking care of the animals um because i commute so i'm 45 minutes away from where i actually work so Mm -hmm. it's not like i can just leave come home on like a lunch and let them out or whatever yeah so i've so i've been working from home which is okay um but my dog loves to be in my face um So if I mute or if you hear barking or if you hear whining or see me talking to something off the screen, it's because of him. Or if a cat walks by, he just wants to sigh. He wants to be part of the picture. So it's yeah. real fun doing stuff like that. Work has been keeping me super, super busy. What kind of work um, do you do? 
So um, I work for a nonprofit where we work with, uh, well, we have a lot of different programs, but the ones that I actually am a part of is rapid rehousing um, homeless individuals. Oh, wow. Um, So I'm a regional manager in our Colorado Springs area, which is between Pueblo and Denver. Mm -hmm. And I oversee one program that houses individuals coming out of jail or prison um, or they're already on parole and we get them housed. I have another program that is housing veterans. Um, And then I have a third program that is permanent supportive housing. So it's a 50 unit apartment complex that houses formally homeless veterans and they are it's permanent supportive housing so the idea is that they're going to be there forever wow so you you do good work then that's amazing well done oh you're frozen oh no (laughs) you're back thank you thank you try to Mm -hmm. yeah um which yeah thank you so um it's very fulfilling it's very hard right now we're ending a fiscal year for two of my programs so we're making sure all of our money is spent making sure all of it's accounted for things like that so that's been crazy. Um, me up to today, which why I'm probably freezing and why I might take a second to respond mm-hmm. is we're getting solar put on the house and our energy company came out and they had to do some work to get it all switched over. Uh-oh. And he was like, I'm going to turn the power off for a second. And I was like, that's fine. Literally went off for 30 seconds, came back. My internet's gone. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, so yeah, you're on, on your phone. And, uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on a hotspot on my phone. Wow. Um cannot get my internet back. I like what I told you the power is okay. Don't shut down my internet. Mm-hmm. Um they can't get out until Saturday to even oh. get it back. <laughs> Come on. So, Look, I know the struggle. We went through uh, the exact same thing last year. <laughs> yeah. That was Tanya last yeah. week sitting yeah. on a hotspot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I was like, Sorry. Oh <laughs> so I was like, if, if high water, I'm getting on this podcast. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're doing it. And yeah, if you do so drop glad. out, don't worry about it. Just, you know, log back on and, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll vamp while you're, you're trying to log back in. Okay. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Uh, it sounds like uh, we, we, we've all had a long week, so I think we all need a coffee. How, how about we have uh, some coffee from diabolical coffee? Hey there. Wait, what are we doing again? The sponsor read. Oh, okay. Wait, we have a sponsor? Yes, it's Eric. Oh, I know Eric. He's a good guy. I know. Did you know he sells coffee? Yes, of course I... I think it's called Diabolical Coffee. Can we just... It's devilishly good coffee. You don't say. He also sells diabolically awesome swag. Terrific. He's got a roast for all tastes. Is that right? Yeah, you can order whole bean, coarse, standard grind, and espresso. It's espresso, but whatever. Hey, uh, don't you and Tanya use K-Cups? You know we do. I think he has those too. Wonderful. Imagine if we could use promo code like Stand to get 10% off coffee or merch from his store. Yes, that would be cool. Wait a minute. I just had a brilliant idea. What's that? We should get Diabolical Coffee to sponsor the podcast. We should? Yes. Why have we never thought of that before? Oh, I sure. give up. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric, for your support. And speaking of support, welcome to new followers, Miles. Putin actually ate my butt oh. uh, from A Room with the Moose. <laughs> William, matter... Uh, matter a loss from uh, Florida, Sarah H from Kansas city, Missouri, uh, Joe Myers from Vancouver, Washington, Smurf, uh, captain uh, Max McSauce from San Antonio, Texas, Krista B from Maine, Tarek, Mark from Elkton, Maryland, uh, Mrs. Strawberry from sunny Southwest Florida, Aaron Steele from Springfield, Missouri, Sophie tattooed, 
Goalie Dad number 31 from North of Toronto. Lizard Tate Hoopla from Seattle, Washington. Lizard Lizzie finally yes. got your name there. Um, Grandpa Jim from Florida. Harless SDV from Cal, Texas. Zenobia Wisdom from Hot Springs, Arkansas. The Johnson Clan from Hastings, Minnesota. Jeff T. from Wellington, New Zealand. Scott Tipple. Bobby Weiss from uh, Chicago. Count Von Dusseldorf from Harrisonburg, Virginia. Darren Matt. Oh, ho, ho, you moderate from Texas, TC Troyer, Brandon from Omaha, Nebraska, Shelly from the Treasure State, uh, Malone Camp from 303, Matthew Perez from Prescott Valley, Arizona, Dr. Sarah Smith from Maryland, The Call of the Void from uh, The Call of the Void, Indie Sci Fi from New, York, New Orleans, Trippin' and Troring, a Letter Kenny Donnybrook, that's a pod, uh, Letter Kenny podcast from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Dorsey Harrington from Houston, Dean McClure, Barbara Davis from Taos, uh, New Mexico, Chris Holt from um, Oklahoma City, Cameron Boone from Center Reach, New York, BR2D2 from East Amherst, New York, Uh, Ron Swan Song from Hamilton, Ontario, Danny B, Nicole Solo from uh, East Coast, Ian Service from Guelph, Ontario. We finally got to Ian, too. Mr. Sexy from Arizona. Russell Wright from Bethpage, Tennessee. Chip Elder. Josh Arizona from Arizona. Uh, Course Great from Annapolis, Maryland. And Matthew Dawkins, RPG developer from the United Kingdom. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letterkenny. Last week, we reviewed episode three of Shorzy, Know Your Role. That episode was our second unicorn in a row, getting a fresh rating from all our panelists. Uh, According to our scientific Twitter poll, 100% of you agreed. Uh, I don't think that's ever happened before in in the almost two years uh, of this podcast. Uh, This week, we recap and review episode four of Shorzy. If you can't win, don't play. Uh, Victor, have you done your homework? Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. Matt, have you done your homework? Bryce. I've done my homework. Brenya, have you done your homework? So many times. All right. So, <laughs> well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Chorus. We open with a proper cold open this time. We open with Shorzy just standing there in his blueberry bulldog sweater. There's a giant bulldog's banner left of him in a giant pupper's banner on the right. It seems like some sort of promotional video shoot. Off camera, we can hear Meeg, Zeke, and Nat talking about how hockey players have zero charisma. I think we should change angles. Why? He looks like he's not even breathing. That's hockey players. Big personalities on the ice, but you can't pay them to have a shard of charisma away from it. This is so dumb. There you go. There is some life. Do you think we should showcase the teeth? That's uniquely hockey, right? I don't know. I think we should. You think people will like that? Worst case, they feel bad for him and they say like, okay, Sugar will come watch you play. Shorzy, smile for a second. Shorzy forces a smile. Zeig asks Shorzy to take the dip out of his lip. Uh, cut to a different angle. This time Shorzy is seated, supposedly looking relaxed and casual, but looking far from it. Go? Shorzy. Huh? Is this the first time you've sat in a stool? Zeke. It isn't a stool, idiot. Go. Stools don't have backrests. Action! Are you and your family looking for something fun to do on a Sudbury Saturday night? <laughs> Zeke. Okay, do it again. Are you and your family looking for something fun to do on a Sudbury Saturday night? (laughs) Siegwan, why are you saying and like that? Because on the card you've got and written in bold. That's italics, you dumb fuck. Fuck you, Zeke, you fucking twat. Uh, Cut to Sanguinette. 
who has now taken Shorzy's spot on the hot seat. He's looking even less comfortable, even constipated a bit. Why are you saying and like that? Because on the card you've got and. Oh, wrong clips. There we go. Are you and your family looking for something fun to do on a Sudbury set? Oh, that's it. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Why are you saying and like that? (laughs) Because on the card you've got and written in bold. That's italics, you dumb fuck. Fuck you, Zeke, you fucking twat. You all right, Sanguinette? Leave him alone. He looks like he's in rigor mortis. <laughs> Are you nervous or something? A bit. Sanger, you look like someone stuck a giant popsicle stick to your spine and is holding you up by it. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> he looks like an idiot. Shut up. It's like someone's holding him like a puppet. What's that called, a taxidermist? <laughs> Ventriloquist, you dunce. It's actually ventriloquist. Uh-oh, Zeke, looks like your sister is better looking and smarter. Isn't it marionette? I have to pee. <laughs> Next up, Hitch. Are you and your family looking for something fun to do on a Sudbury Saturday night? <laughs> the italics are fucking them up now. What are you at, old man? Hitch, you're such a fucking beauty. I sometimes forget what an odd looking East Coast cunt you are. <laughs> uh, then Dolo, Dolo and Goody are up. They don't do much better. Finally, we get all the sluts in the same shot with Shorzy as a spokesperson. Now I don't say what's on the card? No, just. Huh? Just say what you want. Jassle. Don't swear. Jassle. Jassle. We got a different team now. Like, even Sanger was on the last one. So <laughs> now he's coach and he's one and all. So, so the Bulldogs aren't f- rigging around anymore. <laughs> the Bulldogs are going to compete. So if you want to see the new Bulldogs and get your bums in a seat. God. And the cold open ends and we're at the title. Uh, all right. This was a proper cold open now. You can't uh, complain about this one. Uh, Victor, what did you think? Yeah, well, goddamn you for saying it's proper cold open because that's exactly what I was going to say. It was was brilliant. Um, It was exactly a cold open. Uh, It started out, we're not really sure what's going on. Are they just kind of, um, you know, is he kind of in their office and they're, you know, talking about something, but then you realize that, they're doing a spot. Um, I, I, it was perfect. Uh, I, at the end where assures he's talking, he's, he does sound kind of like Wayne, Wayne, uh, on that, um, egg call show. Oh so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that is cause memories of that, but that's okay. You know, um, I think, uh, I think we'll give a pass on that one. Um, but, uh, I'll, we'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, no, no complaints. It was a great cold open. Yeah, I, I agree. It was a beauty. Um, I, I loved, um, um, just some of the chirps that, uh, Shorzy, um, gave and, and just how he says things. And it's, it's just, it's comedy. It's just, I love the chirps back and forth and, uh, um, um, how he was trying to, to say the lines and, um, just the chirping back and forth between, um, um, Megan, Zeke and, and Nat and, um, trying to make Shorzy not look so darn awkward. Um, and then how he just wants to, to, you know, go back on them for like, even calling it a stool. Like he was wanting to, to, uh, get back to the, to the girl on that. Um, yeah, it's fun. Matt? It was, it was perfection. It was so fucking good. I hope uh, so your first- I, I hope your read for McDonald's is better than their read for. <laughs> oh my god! So first, it I'm, I'm sitting on a stool right now, and it has a back. So he's dead wrong, and this is absolutely a stool that I'm sitting on. Just saying. Um, 
Yeah, it this what this proved is that you know we're only four episodes in, but they know their characters. Mm-hmm. They know them so well because they utilize the attributes and the characteristics and and how they would play with each other in this scenario, walking magnificently. Like I I thought it was just so playful, um, so much fun. They they all exactly what I what I would have expected had they tried to pull this situation off mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm so glad that that it did, that it went the way it did. Um, I noticed JJ was missing um, mm-hmm. again. I mean, I think we talked about last time. He's not saying a lot. There's he's he's come and go in some of these situations, so he was definitely absent here. Um, and then to round out this beautiful scene, they finished it off with a banger of a tune, which I looked up on the spot. "Father, Father" by Jay Prince. It's great. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, I actually had to pause it. I went on to to my music thing, looked it up, added it to my playlist instantly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is such a banger. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to listen to this one on repeat. So we may no. he- we may hear it again later. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I figured you might have had this one lined up because yeah. it's it's just so damn good. No, but this this was an absolutely perfect cold open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I agree. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I apologize. I I, may, I had to vacate when Victor uh, was talking, so <laughs> I don't uh, know if he brought this up, but I, I love it because. Hockey players are are known for not being very like having having personalities like outgoing personalities like it's one of the one of the things that they complain about marketing hockey to Americans is hockey players aren't very good. I mean, if, if you look back to old tapes of Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player ever, uh, like his in, media interviews and stuff, he was and and even some of his like endorsement uh, like his commercials that he was in, they they were laughable. Like he, he was not good compare you compare that to spokespeople like michael jordan or or uh, uh, shaquille o'neal or from other sports uh, you know from fo- football and and hockey and ba- or football basketball and, and baseball hockey players are just not uh, there's a few but they're, but they're so they're so uh trained not to have these individual personalities are so those they're so trained to be team players that when you do have any hockey player with the outgoing personality for example pk suban a, a, a lot you know usually they're labeled as problems in the dressing room or whatever and it's it's so unfair and and it, you know they they should be embracing these personalities so uh, i found it really uh amusing uh that cold open uh brenya what do you think i really enjoyed it um I think anybody who's awkward is hilarious, um, mostly because I'm awkward. Um, so I know just kind of like the feeling of just sitting there and just being like, what, what do I do? Um, so I think, I think it was just really, really perfect. Cause it just seems like the more you try to control Shorzy, he's gonna <laughs> not do what you want. Right. Um, until the end there, when mm-hmm. she was just like, don't read the cards, just go. The only thing you can't do is cuss. Um, and even, you know, even then he almost went for it and then yeah. stopped and kind of redirected himself. But mm-hmm. I think it just reinforces that Shar- that Shorzy is just kind of a loose cannon and, um, if you try to force them to do something, it's not going to probably be pretty natural. It's going to be real awkward. Um, yeah. Everyone else is just awkward. Dolo cracks me up because he just <laughs> looks like pure murder. Um, he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. Right. He will just end you. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the other one was Hitch when he started giggling at the end. That gets me every single time because that goofy that goofy laugh where he just starts <laughs> and just Shorzy starts going at him. I, it was great. I loved it. Every piece of it. That's great. We're going to learn about a lot more in this episode about why Shorzy is the way Shorzy is. So why don't we get going here? Scene one, 
we are at a hall with a very diverse group of people. Um, they're ch chatting and dancing on the back wall. We can barely read the words Shore's, Shore House Family Reunion. And we're treated to a hip hop dance routine by a couple of girls on the dance floor. Shorzy tries to join them, but they get annoyed and shoo him away. Uh, quick cut to Shorzy sitting at a table with some people. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the girls Shorzy interrupted uh, storms up to him. I'm gonna put you on your ass. <laughs> For what? Do not let him ruin it this time, Morris. Well, sounds like you want your dance to suck then, eh, Kayla? Plant your feet, girl. Huh? Plant your feet, girl? Tell your uncle what's up. Stay here. That's what's up. All right, well, I'll stay here. Sounds like you don't want anyone watching your dance. That's fine. We didn't even get to do the whole thing because you were trying to stunt. Well, I'm just saying, I heard some people saying they thought it lacked inclusion, but whatever, doesn't matter. Fuck you. Uncle. Well, I'm just saying, I heard some people saying they thought it lacked representation, so I just wanted to do something so she didn't get in trouble. It doesn't matter. Stay. Yeah, I'll stay here, but just so you know, Carrie got Facebooked by some people saying they heard Justin Timberlake was down here doing some moves or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Fuck Facebook. Like Twitter or whatever. Twitter's a cult. Like Sean Mendez or whatever. I'm a believer. He can skate. Don't ruin it, Wally. All right, well, just go get me a puppers and it's a deal. Uh, production note here. So Shorzy's niece, Kayla, is played by Tiana Weir. She's a young act actress with only one other credit uh, for a series called BLK, An Origin Story. Another production note. The other guy in that clip is Morris, played by uh, Ryan Allen, an established actor with many credits like Get Rich or Die Trying, Copper, Rogue, Between, uh, take, Taken, the TV series, Tokens, Titans, and many more. Uh, so Kayla... Leave Shorzy to get a puppers, and Shorzy turns his attention to someone else sitting at his table. That's free. Hmm? Looking a little anxious over there for someone who smells like a Bob Marley fan. Kid, don't be a tick. Hey, free, why don't you go smoke another joystick? <laughs> hey, free, why don't we pick up a 40 sack, smoke a session? Waffle. Hey, free, you want to smoke a homegrown? Let's torch one. Get you feeling all smoochy woochy. They got some of that good Panatella Tommy Chong? Mm hmm. Got some of that Merica Cheffa Man Tekka Mafapa? <laughs> Uh, okay, production note here. The person called Free that Shorzy is teasing is played by Rashana Cumber Cumberbatch. She's an actress and director with some impressive credits such as What We Do in the Shadows, American Gods, Titans, and more. Uh, so Free barely reacts to Shorzy's trip. She just flips him the bird. And then just then, someone walks up to the table. Uh, Carrie and Morris wish him luck and call him Pop and Dad. Uh, Dad is played by the comedy legend Scott Thompson. Now, I can list all of his credits, but if you don't know who Scott Thompson is, then you should figure it out on your own. Just start with Kids in the Hall and go from there. Uh, Dad grabs a bottle of Gus and Brew and walks up to the podium where there, there's a large projector screen. Well, thank you for coming to our annual family reunion. And I appreciate all the highfalutin city bullshit you managed to put aside. You know, these gatherings are important because they remind you of where you came from and how proud you should be of where you are. Hmm? My first foster child is the one they call Shorzy, but the one you call... <laughs> and as you can see, he was full bars fat. Well, I was a little <laughs> fast on myself at the time, right? <laughs> Which is why I assumed they put him with me. We were a pair of chubsy butter wubsies, huh? <laughs> a couple of real paunchy jumbos. Now, being fubsy was of no consequence to me down on the farm, but Shorzy was being teased at school for being a roly-poly. What do they, they call you? Plumpy dumpers, dumpy chubbers, whale whopper, salad dodger. <laughs> Full bars fat. And I could tell he was starting to not like himself very much. But then 
So now we know that the man at the podium who isn't given a name is Shorzy's foster father and Morris is Shorzy's brother and that Shorzy was fat and his nickname was Waffle given to him by Big Mo. Morris was an athlete uh, with no one to play with so Shorzy became his playmate and they were inseparable. Me and Waffle everywhere. Me and Waffle on the soccer field. Hey, Waffle, you run like a girl. Me and Waffle at the ballpark. Hey, Waffle, you throw like a girl. Me and Waffle at the tennis court. Hey, Waffle, I'm going to fuck Serena Williams. (laughs) Day after day, game after game, Morris just pounded him into the ground. Uh Did he ever beat you, Dad? If you can't win, don't play, baby. Shorzy and Morris would compete from sun up to sun down. With Shorzy losing and losing and losing again, which of course made him feel bad. He started to really hate it. But then something clicked up there. He started to do something different. Shorzy started to play not just with Morris, but without Morris. And you know what happened? He started to get better. And before you knew it, one day Shorzy beat Morris. Well, just the one time. But he did beat him. Give your balls a tug. He's been chasing that feeling ever since. And along the way, with all the work, the weight came off him. Uh, Free says to Carrie that she hates the story because the moral is don't be fat and you'll feel better. Uh, the dad says that sometimes you need a little tough love to get yourself sorted out. Sound familiar? Uh, so now if Shorzy, if Shorzy was fat, Big Mo had an issue of his own. Now, for all Waffle was fat, Morris was dumb. Big Mo, Big Mo. Fucking Mo is way dumber than I was fat. You could barely run. <laughs> you could barely read. So there I am, straight out of the gate with a fat one and a dumb one. Mo, you honestly want to say that I was as fat as you were dumb? What are you going to do, Waffle? Mo, your social worker said two things to Dad. He said, you okay with blacks? Dad says, yeah. He says, well, how about a dumb one? Shut up, Waffle. (laughs) No, no, that may have been said, Kayla. (laughs) Hand to heart, Kayla. (laughs) And as I'm wondering if this was all a big mistake, in walks Carrie. So production note, Carrie is the other woman sitting at Shorzy's table. She's been snuggled up next to Free the whole time. She's played by Tina Young or Jung. Uh, She's been in Suits, The Expanse, Kim's Convenience. She's known for shows like Make It Pop and Strays. Everyone at the reunion begins chanting, Care Bear, Care Bear. Now, where Morris helped Waffle with being fat, Carrie helped Morris with being dumb. Morris wasn't that dumb. He just needed a good tutor. Hey, Mo, what comes after a thousand? Two thousand. A thousand and one! Yeah, as a social worker, I can confidently say that Mo's social worker wouldn't have called him dumb. Well, actually, Care was dumb and then later real fucking dumb. You know, I think, I think that was sad. Well, real fucking dumb has a Tim Hortons franchise, bitch. Owner operator. No way the social worker said dumb. Well, you want to know what your social worker said to dad care? Said you okay with Asians? Dad says yeah. And she says, well, how about a gay one? Fuck you, waffle. No free. That was definitely said. <laughs> Shorzy asks Free if she has anything she'd like to say. Free has something to say to the whole family. Let's get into it, waffle. Because you're going to hear this. You're all going to hear this. I know you all see our engagement rings. I know you're all talking. Those two girls can't be together, it ain't right. Well, guess what? Carrie is not my sister. 
She's my foster sister, so it's completely fine that we're getting married. Sounds perfectly fine. And she was only my foster sister for a year and a half. Just keep saying your sister is free. It's likely one of those the more you hear it things. Dad! You both call him dad, Kara. I mean, it's like... You were called sisters and brothers on the farm. Hey, free, you know any brothers with sisters who fire digits up each other? But you're not blood, right? So, I think it's perfectly fine for you to get married, Free. Thank you. But you didn't seriously think we weren't gonna take the piss out of you, did ya? You? <laughs> You're worth it. Get a room, you fucking sister wife. <laughs> All right, there was, a, there was a lot of exposition in that scene, so the, uh, apologies for all the clips, but there was just nothing I was going to do. With, I wasn't going to do it any justice by reading it. So, uh, Like the most unhealthy family reunion you could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah, it was it was something. But man, it. I mean, let's so let's stop. We don't usually do this, yeah. but let's talk about this. So, Victor, what did you think of this scene? It's a very lar- long scene. Uh, in oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, you learn so much, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, exactly. it's almost like an origin story is mm-hmm. what that was. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, first of all, between the cold open and this scene, that could have been the entire episode. I yeah. mean, like that. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that it dragged on. It was just so much. I, it felt like a complete. It just felt so complete. I just felt I, I felt very uh, satisfied and well fed um, <laughs> towards the end of the scene because right. you start out wondering what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Why is he at a kid's prom? Uh, like, <laughs> you know, like what's happening here? Um, uh, you know, get 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 these young girls off screen. This just this doesn't feel right uh, right away. And then you realize, uh, okay, so this is family reunion. And mm-hmm. then you're just wondering, okay, what's going on? You want to connect the dots. By the end, you know, you just feel like they've they've laid it all out. You, yeah. you, you feel very connected to Shorzy. You know what's what what's what, uh, and you get to see his again. You get to see more of his human side. Him sitting at the table and having you know regular conversation. Really, and yeah. he's still kind of being himself and joking, but he's speaking like a regular human being. And he's got veins, and he's got feelings, and he's got advice, and, and he's, he's being got, affectionate like, to, towards people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Like yeah, I mean this just changes so much mm-hmm. he t- totally like if you ever thought that he was a heel mm-hmm. he's totally a baby face now yeah. uh, for our wrestling mm-hmm. fans out there sure. so yeah no that this this scene was just it was it was an origin story and it felt very complete i mm-hmm. loved it it's very well it's a dysfunctional family but also it, f- it feels like it's a very tight family like they they look like they're very tight uh tan what did you think of this um, at the beginning, I wasn't quite sure what was happening. I like the dancing was going on. I was a little bit like, okay, what are we watching here now? It was I, a very I, t- different tone. I right? appreciated yeah. that they had, um, like the, the banner up in the background up behind Shorzy mm-hmm. saying that it was a family reunion. Um, I didn't quite get the, the waffle at the beginning cause we didn't really have any background to it. But as soon as they started explaining the nicknames and I love the one, two, three, four, like mm-hmm. the Care Bear countdown, yeah, yeah. how everybody had like the clap, like the, the big Mo and then they clapped and stuff. I loved all those little tidbits of information about his family. And absolutely. Now we understand him a whole lot better. There's so much more depth. There's so much more understanding as to why he is the way he is of why he chirps the way he chirps. Cause they all chirp at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, like even the his own fathers, (laughs) he's just as bad as everyone else. (laughs) Even the niece going after him on when he was trying to get some dance moves in there. Um, you know, she's chirping at him. So the whole family interacts that way. And, uh, it was, it was fantastic. It was really good. 
in the in the live stream, Trace just wrote, "We need more Letter Kenny so that we so Grumpy Victor can come back." I I I, I have to say my favorite my favorite line though is uh, "Keep saying sisters." Yeah, um, I love that line too. That that is phenomenal. Yeah. And then uh, you should um, you both called him dad. Yeah. Like I, I just I, that those two those two things. Oh my, the, hilarious! Absolutely best writing ever, Matt. Yeah, the, the comedic timing in this scene is just mm-hmm. brilliant from start to finish. This is also the first time we've met a parent mm-hmm. um, yeah. in anywhere in the Letterverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of, unless I'm, I'm missing something. This is the first no, time I, I think I think. was trying to think back. They talked about well, his uncle. Uh, they, they, uh, the, 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 the they, they referenced. No one, no one in okay, the fair enough. Yeah. Sure. But they're, they're standalone characters yeah. on themselves, yeah. so I wouldn't have included them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And yeah, this, I mean, they, they use this scene obviously as a lever to create another layer of Shorzy, you know, who he is, where he comes from, why he is the way he is. And yeah, like you've kind of hinted as well. It's there. The, there's a lot of banter and, and harassment in here and all, but it's, that's the family dynamic. And mm-hmm. I'm saying dysfunctional, but it, it clearly works for them. And there's yeah. a lot of love there. Um, and, and I mean, even that I'm loving all the comments um, coming in. So I want to quickly jump to come. So yes, Victor, there's a big active argument about you. Um, was it uh, Casey talking about how, or so Aaron saying, I just love Victor's love letter for Shorzy. He literally does not stop smiling when talking about the show. Um, they're all just going on. And then, of course, Trace watching the world burn wants Letter Kenny to come back so they can see Grumpy you again. So that's pretty hilarious. The other comment, and, that, and I, this is what I was thinking as well, not about Victor, you had your moment. Um, where is this happening, right? Um, I saw Gord and I, I apologize. This chat is going so fucking fast. Mm. Um, someone else made the comment, where exactly is this taking place? Right. Is this in Sudbury? So is he from so. Sudbury and this is where, uh, he grew up and this is with a family or are they back in Letterkenny and they mm. didn't really show that time travel happen. Where's mm-hmm. the portal? Mm-hmm. Um, where is his origin story really the, from? Well, I mean, uh, Shorzy has a game that night in Sudbury. So and yeah. the dad yeah. made so, a reference to the city. Yeah. It, People thanking everyone who came up from the city. So, so maybe they're I'm in Sudbury. Yeah. Sudbury. And they talked about living in the farm. So, I yeah. mean, it's a good question. Maybe they're just mm-hmm. somewhere nearby, but yeah. um, it, yeah. it gives you food for thought on, on where is, because I mean, even the stuff about, about the team and back, it's like, it's his first time in Sudbury, yeah. but clearly it's not. Yeah. Um, so more, yeah. more to think about. Good points. Uh, yeah. Great I love this. Though. I love this uh, exposition. I mean, this is like Victor, you said Shorzy's origin story, lots to chew on there. And then we get also the tagline for the episode. If you don't win, don't play. If you can't win, don't play. Coming from, uh, I think it's Shorzy's dad, uh, who's who said, or, or his brother who says it or whatever. So, you, yeah, Mo. yeah, Mo. So you can tell the, the, all this stuff is Shorzy's hatred of losing and, and, and self-esteem and, and yeah, it's, it's all, it's all good stuff. Brenya, what do you think of this? I am the odd one out. Oh. I think me and Benelli. I did not like it. Oh no! I, I no matter how many times I've watched it, and let me tell you, I've seen the episode probably six times in the mm-hmm. past four days. Um, and I keep watching it, thinking maybe it'll just grow on me. And no, I can't stand it. Um, um, what turns you off, to, uh, off about it? The whole, I mean, the whole dysfunctionality mm-hmm. of it all. Um, to me. 
like watching Carrie and Free. Um, Free looks very defensive the entire time, mm-hmm. um, even before they go into the whole conversation about her and yeah. Carrie being engaged. Um, all the way from the beginning, even when she's just being chirped by Shorzy, she just looks defensive and like she just wants to set the place on fire. Right. Yeah. Carrie looks bored, like she doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it, it, it just. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed very demeaning and condescending. Um, There were a few parts that I did enjoy Um, the things like, I really like um, Al, you, you pointed it out too, that the whole, if you can't win, don't play popped out. Um, Clearly you can see that is a thing. Um, He, you know, the parts where he says, what comes after a thousand, he goes 2000. He's like, no, a thousand and one. Like that, that made me laugh. Um, And it was interesting because like when, Carrie, it's not Carrie. Free is getting upset and getting ready to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, Shorzy says something along the lines like, "You got something to say," mm-hmm. and Mo's like, "Don't do it." And the way I took that was like, "Don't encourage, like, don't encourage Shorzy to start chirping. Yeah. He's gonna easily win because yeah. he's the king of chirps." Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just. I really felt like it was very, very long. Um, when I yeah. watched it, it's it's about half the episode. Yeah, like, well, no, not about. It's, it's exactly half, half the episode. I know because oh, when it? I was doing the script, I'm like, holy crap! And and I got to the end of that scene. I'm like, that's scene one. And then I look at the time, and yeah, there's still half an episode to go. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was so it was so long. And I was like, I think we could have probably shortened this up. Um, yeah. I definitely agree. It gives you a lot of backstory into Shorzy and it kind of gives you a whole idea of kind of where he came from and maybe why that's the way he is. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely you had to survive in yeah. that family. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's exactly what he did, and that's now why he is how he is. But I don't know. I remember in the, in one of the group chats, I think it was Benelli who was saying like I just think it could have been shorter and I completely agree. And I just know that I am the odd one out. Even my brother was texting me and was like, you're insane. I'm like, yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, well, it was just, it just wasn't my favorite. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. The first time I watched this episode, I also found that that scene was, was kind of long. Um, I've since really lo- grown to like it and almost love it. But uh, the first time through that scene, I did find it a little long. So uh, the first time you watched a house of a thousand corpses, did you, <laughs> did you love it or, or, or were you questioning it. your, your choice? And, and the reason I bring that up because it's, <laughs> you know, they're, they're kind of this mm-hmm. weird, uh, you know, uh, uh, this functional family, right? Yeah, but, right, right but on they, par. They, like, but but they love each other. They they, they look out. They look out after each other uh, I, within I, their family uh, and, uh, nucleus. Yeah, so I think I think, uh, I think it's important to note that they're all foster kids, right? Yeah. Um, and foster kids in general aren't always the most well adjusted. So they're probably all coming with their issues and with their own baggage to this family. And kudos to the father who's able to build this family to be as tight knit as they are considering how vastly different all his foster kids are. So I, I mean, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, uh, Brenya, and it, it was a long scene, but because like I said, I've grown to love it. And, uh, and it, it tells us so much about Shorzy. It tells us so, so much about Shorzy. And it also, I feel like, I mean, it opens up a million and one storylines that they can go now with Shorzy, you know, with, with these uh, secondary characters if they wanted to. So that's kind of exciting thought, right? 
Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the s- scene two. <laughs> <laughs> Here scene, we go now. Yeah, and and fewer clips now, so so more of me, unfortunately. Scene two: Sanguinette, Laurence Leboeuf, and JJ Frankie JJ are at Pepe Panini's, uh, talking about Shorzy's upbringing. So we're still learning more about him. We learn that uh, he only had the foster dad, not a mom. Hence this fascination with older women. Uh, JJ leaves to rock a piss, and Sanger asks Laurence if uh, she's going to the game tonight. She is. Just then, a couple of gentlemen walk into the restaurant. They immediately spot Laurence and uh, introduce themselves as Remy Nadeau, uh, played by Jonathan Torrance, a.k.a. Noah Dick, and his partner, Benoit Benny Brodeur, uh, played by Jacob Tierney, a.k.a. Glenn. Uh, they ask if the home of if this is the home of the famous Peter Patty, Patter Panini, and it is. Uh, Laurence uh, introduces Sanger as the Bulldogs head coach and they introduce themselves to Sanger. Uh, they go everywhere. They go everywhere. JJ goes. Remy does plays by play and uh, Benny does the, the color. Uh, Remy and Benny refocus their attention on Laurence and they ask if she's heard that Lissandra Nadeau uh, mentioned JJ Frankie JJ in her last TikTok video. And we cut to Lissandra Nadeau's You Were the Instagram. Production note, Lissandra Nadeau is a French-Canadian model and social media influencer, so she's playing herself. She has an OnlyFans, not that I checked, and a podcast titled Sex Oral Podcast. So uh, if anyone's looking for some more podcasts. Is it Oral or is it Oral? uh, Well, it's French, so it's (laughs) Sex Oral. Okay. Remy and Benny remind Laurence that all the Quebec starlets love JJ, all the Quebec all of Quebec, actually. And Remy and Benny excuse themselves to go eat some pitter patty paninis. Laurence doesn't seem too impressed. Scene three, a musical montage of ominous hip-hop music plays. The sluts minus JJ exit Shorzy's apartment building. Phil and his thugs are waiting for them. Cut to outside the Bulldogs arena. Laurence arrives at the uh, arena for tonight's game against North Bay. She notices a black SUV with Quebec vanity plates that read Lissandra. Uh, cut back to the alley where there's a full out uh, brawl happening between the sluts and Phil and his thugs. Sanger drives up and joins the melee. Uh, back to the arena, Lissandra emerges from the SUV. Laurent stares her down as she walks past and into the arena. Both me and Zeke are outside having darts witnessing this. And Shorzy arrives at the arena for the uh, for the game and spots Laura Moore. For an- and then we get another round of Shorzy the Charmer. Oh my God, no way. Laura Moore's the hottest girl in Sudbury, you fucking idiot. Oh my God. Oh, hey, Laura. Did you just hear that piece of shit? Sold out. Judging by the parking lot, a handful of people care now. Sudbury Saturday night. Cheapest drinks in the city, too. When are you gonna let me take you out for some good Caribbean? I don't date sluts. My God, are you good looking. I know I may come off as a real devil-may-care kind of guy, but we both know you'd run my show. Yeah, how so? I'd take a header off the Bridge of Nations just to brush arms with you. Huh? I'd full gainer down the crack in Killarney just to hold your purse. Mm. I'd sit my bare ass on the big nickel just to have you flick some Debris off my shirt. I swear to God, I'd be so good to you. Does North Bay's captain still have the biggest sea in the league? It's the biggest fucking sea in the world. <laughs> See ya. Hey, when was the last time you had some good assorted tempura? (laughs) All right, some production notes here. The Bridge of Nations is a bridge in Sudbury that has flags from all the nationalities who live in Sudbury. The Crack in Killarney is a challenging hiking trail in Killarney Provincial Park just south of Sudbury. And the Big Nickel is a 9-meter or 30-foot for for the U.S. replica of a 1951 Canadian nickel located at the grounds of the Dynamic Earth Science Museum in Sudbury. It's the world's largest coin. 
Uh, Laura walks away, but Shorzy's trance is broken by a fuck you, Shorzy, from Zeeg. Shorzy asks, for what? And uh, Zeeg says they win one game and they think they can just cruise in five minutes before warm-up. Shorzy says that it's because it's senior whale shit hockey. Me correct, Shorzy. It's senior triple eight whale shit hockey. Uh, Shorzy says whale shit all the same. Not demands that the sluts come in at least 30 minutes before warm-up. This solicits a for what for, for Nat. And she uh, she says it's to ride the bike. Shorzy asks uh, if he wanted a good laugh, he'd go watch Mr. Bean. Uh, what are the bikes that he spe- she speaks of? He follows the women into the locker room where he finds brand new exercise equipment, weights, benches, and exercise bikes. The sponsors of the Blueberry Festival were excited about their win that they wanted to invest in another. Shorzy tells Nat that no one's going to use this equipment. Nat agrees. Not one player will use it. Maybe the bikes, but even three of those is excessive. Do they think they have three fucking rod Brindamores? Uh, Zeeg says the sponsors were so excited to bring the equipment that she had to act excited too. Shorzy asks if the equipment comes from some Gary Roberts tapes. Uh, none of them think the sponsors understand uh, senior whale shit hockey, even if it is AAA. Shorzy calls on the gyms to make his point, although I'm not sure who he's making the point to since everyone in the room seems to, seems to agree. Hey, gyms. They work out, Jim? Yeah. When was the last time you worked out, Jim? 2012. Jim? Grade 10. Jim? I'd have to think about that, Shorzy. I can't quite recall right now. The truth is, I never really enjoyed doing cardio. Thanks, Jims. <laughs> All right, production note. Rod Brindamore played in the NHL for 20 years for St. Louis, Philadelphia, and Carolina. He is currently the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Gary Roberts played 21 years in the NHL for many teams, including Toronto and Calgary. Uh, he was a great, as great a player as he was. He's also very well known for his fitness. And as a result, he's created the Gary Roberts high performance center for fitness uh, Institute in Toronto, where he trains future professional hockey players. So Zeke says she bets the Sioux workout. Meeg adds that the Sioux are so fucking good. Not serious with Shorzy. Uh, get serious with Shorzy. She asks him to not to cut it so close. Get it. You know, get a good warm up, or he's going to get hurt, and and tells the sluts. But uh, Shorzy tells Nat to tell them themselves. Nat says they're not here. Uh, Shorzy's surprised that they haven't arrived yet. Nat asks Shorzy to follow her, and they walk and talk about tonight's opponent, the North Bay. Uh, does he think they're going to win? Shorzy responds, "If you can't win, don't play." Meeg hates playing these guys, but Shorzy loves playing them because the C on their captain's sweater is the biggest C you've ever seen in your life. Shorzy pants fish as he walks by. Uh, Nat informs Shorzy that he got got them a new tendy. Shorzy asks from who? Nat says from no one. He doesn't play anymore. Shorzy admits this sounds way fucking dumber when she says it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then he's that's such then a good line. <laughs> he sees. Uh, yeah, that's a that's an allusion back to, to episode one where all the sluts that he brings on on the team are no longer hockey players. So uh, then he sees. Uh, who their new tendy is. Mark Michaels? Already, Nat? Our new tendy is fucking Mark Michaels? You're, huh? You're gonna be nice to him. It starts already, Nat. We lose 20 on the campaign, you gas him, then we win one, and so you bring him back? See, I huh? knew that- Shut up. I knew this was a bad idea, Nat. You shut up too. Well, I knew it, Nat. She said shut up, slut. Why are you saying her name so much? Do you see, Nat? Michaels. You said your name like 20 times. Shut up. So annoying. Nat. Oh, oh my God. God. Just shut up, and you shut up. <laughs> no answer from Hitch. No answer from Goody. Both of you, listen, you're gonna apologize to him. For what? For what? And you're gonna apologize to him, and then you're not gonna talk to him anymore. I don't wanna talk mm. to him fucking ever. Oh, good, because I don't wanna talk to him either. Well, give your balls a tug. Shorzy. And he should be apologizing to me. What the fuck? Excuse me. 
Excuse me. Excuse me. For what? For being such a fucking loser. You know what? That's it. Fucking tit fucker. I'm out. Yeah, take your balls with you, pheasant. Charzy, apologize or we fold. You can't just hold that over my head every time you need something. Yes, yes she, she can. can. Well, she can, but she shouldn't. We need him. <laughs> Tendy quit. Tendy finally wins a game and he fucking quits? Oh, I wonder why. Well, at least there's a bigger loser than Michael. She, she's not supposed to be talking to me, Nat. I wasn't talking to him. I was talking to you. Charzy. He wants to win. But he doesn't hate to lose. Apologize. Charzy offers up a half-assed apology, which Michaels almost accepts, but gets interrupted by Shorzy wondering where the sluts are. Nat asks Michaels if he's ready. Of course he's ready. Why do they call him? Why, why do you think everyone calls him never misses the mark Michaels? Shorzy finds that so fucking embarrassing and walks off, leaving Michaels whining to, to Nat about how he's being treated already. I love the rhythm of this scene. It's such a great scene. So, I don't. I don't know how they got through it. Yeah, to it, be honest, it's, it's yeah. so, they may not have. They yeah. may not have. Yeah. I would love to talk to one of them about this scene, even even Butchery or one of the actors or someone. Just uh, how many takes that whole mess took? It was so damn good. Probably yeah. looking just, at, a, at a lot of clever editing. Yeah, yeah, right. That it has to be that too because they must have been stepping on each other's toes because it's so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I can't wait till we find out what never misses the mark means because it <laughs> makes absolutely no yeah for a goalie it doesn't make any sense for for a nickname anyway scene four back at the scene of the brawl in the alley all is quiet the brawl is over no one's there scene five back at the game the players are warming up Shorzy's warming up uh, North Bay's captain with a bunch of chirps about his giant C. Hey, everything's bigger in North Bay, eh, Keller, you fucking loser? Hey, Keller, when they put that big fuck-off C on your sweater, they think you'd grow into it, or what? Like, were they pissed when you didn't, or what? Hey, Keller, you got any leadership tips? Just looking for some tips on being a leader. Jesus Christ, Keller, if they tried to put that big fuck-off C on my sweater, I'd say no thanks. Hey, Jim? Yeah. Jim? Yes. Jim? Yeah, I'd say thanks for thinking of me, but I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Making it bigger doesn't make it better, Keller. It's not tit. <laughs> Scene six. Nat, me, and Zeger still trying to get in contact with the sluts, with, but with no luck. They're worried. They head to the rink and see more bums in the seats. Uh, Shorzy skates up and yells, what the fuck, to Nat. Zeke throws it right back at him, demanding to know where the sluts are. Shorzy can't believe they're not there yet. Not even Sanger? Uh, Shorzy is really worried now. Nat asks him if they have a chance to win without the sluts. Shorzy shakes his head. Meeg begs the question, what do they do? Shorzy takes a beat, then says, if you can't win, don't play. And he leaves the women standing there confused. Scene seven. The horn sounds to signal the end of the warm-up. Remy and Benny are in the press box giving their pregame comments. They're speaking in French about JJ Frankie JJ and how great man he is and how only a great man like JJ can be with someone like Laurence Leboeuf. As they as they're speaking, the shot cuts to the ice. The only two players left in the warm-up are Shorzy and the North Bay captain Keller. Both are waiting for the other to skate off. Both want to be the last on the ice after the warm-up. Uh, Shorzy is kneeling on the ice, one skate over the center line, taunting Keller to react. Keller offers to play paper, rock, scissors to, to decide who leaves the ice first. Uh, Shorzy doesn't budge. Remy and Benny are providing French play-by-play during the whole ordeal, at times breaking into English to make sure we know what's happening because there are no subtitles. Uh, They give the reason neither player wants to leave the ice as being a Stevie Wonder superstition. Uh, Keller gets closer to Shorzy and puts a stick in Shorzy's face. Uh, Shorzy bats bats it away with his stick. Uh, And then Keller does it a second time with the same results. The third time, Shorzy grabs Keller's stick, swings at Keller's head with his own, prompting the other North Bay players to skate back onto the ice to defend their captain. 
Shorzy takes a couple of baseball swings at Keller, but misses. Now the gyms take the ice to back their guy up. Finally, Shorzy viciously spears Keller in the groin, and the rest of the Norsemen take to the ice, attacking the Bulldogs bench. The Bulldogs retreat, and the brawl continues down the corridor en route to the dressing room. There will be no game tonight, and we fade to black. All right. That's a, a, a hell of, a, of an episode, full episode. Victor, your initial thoughts of this episode. Yeah, we're just getting more of the same. Um, you know, it, it, there, we're getting these um, cinematic episodes, right? I mean, they, they're, I, I don't think they're very long, right? I mean, they're what, 20, 25 minutes long, something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're, they're half an hour, yeah. Or like, yeah, 25 minutes, yeah. Yeah, it feels, and in, in a good way, mm-hmm. uh, I know uh, not everybody agrees, but in a good way, it, it feels so much longer, like, and, and, and that we're getting so much content. Mm-hmm. And again, it's because there's zero filler. Still, I from, from the very first episode till the end of this episode, we've had zero filler. Every every scene has been um, uh, has been added value to what we're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't any throwaway at all. So um, I don't know. My first impression is is just continued bliss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> continued happy, Victor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, see, Victor, you say that there's no filler, but I kind of felt like that gym sequence of like having the bikes there and talking. Like, I, I, it kind of felt filler-ish to me. That you know, it had really no value other than okay, the blueberry festival festival <laughs> is is giving. You know, like it, it, it kind of felt like a filler. Like there was really it, no. It's fair for you to think that for me, the way I look at it is, you know, some songs have a, you know, verse, verse, chorus, chorus, mm-hmm. and then a, a, some more kind of more eclectic songs will throw in a bridge, a prelude. So for me, kind of, that was more of a bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that I think you take it out and it, it takes a little bit away because, because I think that dialogue is important. Um, and, and certainly, and it leads up into that scene with, uh, with Mark Michaels. Um, so again, it's yeah. just, you know, a bridge over some troubled waters and, <laughs> and you get, you get just some beauty, beauty, uh, dialogue there. And, and I, I'm, I, you know, Matt loved it. I loved it. I, there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. See like, okay. So I, I kind of saw the gym as being the filler. Um, um, the, the Mark Michaels, which, which one, the first, second or third, no, not that gym, <laughs> not the other gym, the, 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 with the bicycles and all that stuff. Um, Maybe we didn't get a big uh, coach little cameo there right? at the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know, right? That'd be, that would yeah. be fun. Um, the, the Mark Michaels, that wasn't a filler. That was just pure fun. I loved how he was juggling while they were coming up uh, towards him. And that whole interaction again, hilarious. Like, I don't know how many takes that must've taken, but I was kind of waiting constantly for this, the missing hockey players. Like we see uh, coach uh, Seguinette um, taken, uh, like we, we kind of get glimpses of, okay, the alleyway and, and they're being, you know, there's a fight is going down and we, we see Seguinette, um, being taken as soon as he comes out of the car. And I kind of wish that instead of the gym 
with this with the bicycles um and and the weights instead of that i kind of wish that they had a flashed us back at the end at least in order to show us okay what has happened to these guys Mm -hmm. where did they go what like are they being held are they just like kind of sitting there they're passed out like where did that story go i was Mm -hmm. kind of waiting for that information yeah, I mean, I guess we'll learn next episode, but yeah. And that was the question that I also had was if there is no coach and if you are four players down, was it th- four pa- players? Three? Uh, the sluts, three. I don't know how many sluts there the, well, were in the, the alleyway. You know what? The sluts were not there, but I, I don't remember seeing JJ Frankie JJ there either. I don't. So he's, that was he's my. He's been a, a loose. Yeah. That was uh, my question. Like uh, if you're that many players down and a coach is is not there. Can you forfeit? And you don't want to down. forfeit. If you forfeit, though, yeah. you lose. That's a loss. It's a, if loss. You forfeit. It's a loss. So, but it's not how many players you're down. It's how many players you have left. And there's yeah. a difference. Yeah. Right. So, so I guess so, I need in, hockey explained in, to me. Well, like instead how, of forfeiting, they 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 ensued. A, they, they incited a brawl, a bench clearing brawl so that both teams got yeah. basically forfeit. Both teams forfeited. So, is so that nobody. A thing? Yeah. Yeah. So the officials called yeah. the game like this yeah. isn't it, happening. Yeah. yeah, it happened with uh, Russia and Canada, I believe. In that's right, seventy-two, right. and they're going home. I remember that that call. Yeah, they they had a huge brawl at the beginning. So if the you game don't, night. so if if one of them or two sides don't want to play, then this well, can don't go want down. To. Yeah, uh, you're 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 getting too scientific about it. Yeah. I'm you know I'm all about <laughs> science and stuff like that. I feel like you can't dissect it too much. It's reason, but it, you know, because like you know, we can go and dissect the 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 reunion scene and and kind of say, well, no, no, I just to, I don't know enough about hockey in order to yeah, know no, no, what is no, taking no, what, what's what's happened. It. Well, the whole th- the whole point is is the the title of the episode. They Shrozzy knew they couldn't win, so he had to figure out a way yeah. to not lose. But also sure. not play. If you can't yeah. win, don't play. And the only way you do that is by making sure both yeah. teams get. He, he goaded them, right? He yeah. goaded them into an outcome that he influenced the outcome that he desired. Yeah. So that was like kind of, kind of a, you know, a little, he can do a little side gig, mm-hmm. you know, doing a kind of influential video on how to. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll pause the video to tell me. And he's like, this is where uh, Victor told you that, you know, if the skate goes over the red line. Yeah. Then that... yeah no, that's right. And, they, and they, I didn't they were know those details, right? That. Yeah. 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 They, were, they were very obvious about that again. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting that even when, even as uh, uh, Mr. C was skating over to towards him, mm-hmm. he wasn't skating over the other, over the blue line. He was standing, standing on staying, skating right. on his yeah. own side. Yeah. Color. Yeah. But Shores, yeah. But Shorzy mm-hmm. there have that skate over. So they, you know, it was, he totally goaded them into doing, doing that. And they're good. And I think the gym was almost like a, uh, it, it, it was um, supposed to, it, uh, and show that hey where is everybody mm-hmm. the fact that it was empty maybe it's like hey this is where the team is supposed to be yet they're not here or i mean who team. knows maybe in future episodes this will come come into play as well we don't know yet yeah, but yeah, um, i'm sure uh, it will so jason eichard says that jj was at the game so I, I, maybe i just missed him but uh he must have been at the game um Matt, have you had a chance to say anything yet? No, I know I I wasn't sure whose turn it was because yeah. Victor was was back at it. Right. So it's okay. It's good. It's all good content. Um, this <laughs> we're just bachelor. <laughs> I got a, I got a golf club. <laughs> um, this yeah, it's so good. They just they just keep delivering in this season, and and one thing I'm actually happy I've done 
um, on this is I've, I've seen the whole series twice. So I've watched ahead. I, uh, what I'll say, and there's been a couple co- no, I'm okay with the blue spatch <laughs> on this one. Cause it's actually made my, my realization of a lot of it even more insightful. So mm-hmm. these episodes are so content heavy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the, to the degree that you can miss things very quickly um, because they're short and they're, they're deep and there's a lot going on. So there I'll admit the first time I watched through, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like excited about it. Right. I was like, there was, there's a few moments of course, but all in, I was like, all right, that was cool. But as I watched again and, and took things in, so even that reunion scene as an example, mm-hmm. that was long. You're right. It was fucking really long. It didn't need to be that long. But as I watched it back, I was kind of ready for some of those moments and I got excited. And the weirdest thing, this might be a weird opinion or a, a comparison. One of my all-time favorite comedies is, is Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that movie. But the first time I watched it, I hated it. Mm. I, I I was like, meh, I didn't get it. It mm-hmm. just, it, it just flew past me. I, I didn't really enjoy it. When I took a turn to go back and watch it again, I was sold. And now it's up there as my top. So sometimes you need to, to have that review of something to, mm-hmm. to get that extra insight, to take in some of the nuances you've missed. And that's what like, Shorzy, I'm glad I did it twice because there's just so much amazing content. Um, I will focus this one like on, the scenes. There's four key scenes. The open was brilliant. Mm-hmm. The reunion, I, I think, is brilliant. Um, the Michael scene mm-hmm. is unreal. And one thing we haven't talked about, I love the uh, the the dynamic going on in that scene um, where Nat is mom, mm-hmm. right? She really is. She's mom. They're like two arguing kids, yeah. And she's trying to rein them in. How the whole. Why does he keep saying your name, Nat? Nat, like it's like he's <laughs> yeah. complaining to mom, and yeah. and I love that whole hell, hell dynamic and how they pulled that around because um, that just made that scene so much fun. So a huge applause to them. That that is the MVP scene. Those three going at it, um, especially, and and I just love it. And then the one that we haven't really talked about depth is the final scene, that extended wide shot. Mm-hmm. That is a brave moment to put that long of just a scene like that, mm-hmm. no cutting. And I absolutely loved it. And the commentary is mostly in French with, it, well, with no subtitles. So, I mean, if you don't know French, you don't know what's going on. I mean, every once in a while they, they break into broken English to, to kind of let you know what's going on, but it, it was well, interesting choice. And I would love to hear too, because I was trying to pay attention because there's a, there's, I, that's why I've watched that scene a few times too. I'm also I spent one view just monitoring people in the crowd to see if people were doing weird things. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find anything. Maybe this, but I thought that was a real missed opportunity to have some quirky things kind of happening in the background, like other fights breaking out or something like that. Just, just to, to draw your eye. Um, but yeah, the French aspect, I was trying to listen and I don't speak French, mm-hmm. but I, I was wondering if it was actually legit French the whole time. I know it, they're breaking. It was. It was it, they do a lot of re- repetition. They repeat a lot, and and yeah. and, and to be and it's like more for kind of comedic uh, element. They were but, mostly saying Leboeuf's name all over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean. Was it actually <laughs> yeah. sentences they were saying in dialogue, were saying or were they some just kind of rambling words yeah. and and names and and calling? But, and they were French, saying but, like, oh, they're doing paper rock scissors now, and there's, they said it in French first, and then yeah. So, yeah. um, but the important stuff was said in English. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that we let's all agree on that. Like what, what yeah, you we, couldn't make out by actually seeing what was happening. They would say it in English. Yeah. But, but I love that team. I love, I love the, the, the ability to take that, that shot. And just, just hold it. Just mm-hmm. let us take in what was going on. And, um, I thought that was brilliant on their part. 
Um, and then, yeah, right down to Shorzy himself. They're continuing to build all these layers on him, you know, from the reunion scenes, you get in his backstory, the, the Laura Moore scenes that you keep getting, you're seeing this sort of charm about him. They're taking a character who, which historically you hate mm-hmm. and episode by episode, they're making him mm-hmm. more likable, yeah. even amongst him yeah. being a dick yeah. still. Yeah. Um, they, they're making relatable, likable and, um, something you want to keep watching. So mm-hmm. I, I think they've done a fantastic job on this mm-hmm. so far. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, uh, Brian, yeah, I was with you the first time I saw that the, the, the reunion scene felt a little long, um, but I appreciated the backstory that, that, that it was given. I really enjoyed anytime Shorzy's uh, flirting with Laura Moore. I love those scenes and the, uh, the cold open scene was, was great. But uh, that scene with M- M- with Michaels was brilliant. It's the timing of it, just so good. It's like uh, Letter Kenny writing or Kiso's writing at at its uh, writing and editing. Like so, Kiso and Tierney at their best. Uh, I, I think is is the best way to put it. It was so like quick back and forth, and and just uh, the timing and the comedic elements of it were great. Um, yeah, I mean, sure. The whole like it's they kind of left you hanging with what happened with the brawl, and but I feel I feel like we're gonna find out what happened with the brawl in the next episode. So they can't, you know, they can't. You cover. feel like, or you know, you- well, I know. But even back then, <laughs> I knew, yeah, they weren't gonna, they weren't going to leave that un, un you know, unfinished. Like obviously, yeah. something happened there that forced them to have to figure out a way to have that to nullify that game. Sure. So they did. So um, overall, I, I I really enjoyed the episode. Renya? I agree. Um, there's not a whole lot that I disagree. Um, this this portion of it, I'm kind of mad because Matt took my thunder with the ending scene. Oh. Sorry, um, you, no, go. I want to hear about <laughs> yeah. why you love it. No. I think we need to talk more ending, about these shots and mm-hmm. these. Yeah. I think the ending scene was completely epic. Mm. Um, I think coming from just the Letterkenny universe. Um, so you see the scenes in Letterkenny and then the few scenes that you've seen so far in um, Shorzy. I think this scene alone tops off any sort of scene that you've seen in the universe. Um, and that, that I'm talking about, including the slow motion um, of and I know I, I know I'm mixing here, but mm. I'm talking about the slow motion scene where Wayne's walking towards Murray Fred when right, he first right, yeah. meets her. Yeah. When there's the big fight where um, they're on the reservation the cookout, and yeah. they go to back up Tannis, the yeah. cookout. I mean, yeah. this scene just completely owns all of the epic scenes that have ever been made mm. so far in Letterkenny. Wow. And I think it's just absolutely brilliant the way they pull it back. It looks very much as if you were as if you were watching it on yeah. TV. I mean, I know that's what we're doing, but, um, or even watching think, uh, in, in the arena, like from far up, like from the, the high yeah. seats or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. So they mm-hmm. made it very, very realistic because you would be watching that. And then you would just hear the people, you know, the commentators in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of my favorite, that's one of my favorite scenes out mm-hmm. of the entire, um, season. Um, tyranny and torrent, Torrens, I absolutely love them when they first came in and the way Jacob Tierney just emphasizes Peter Pitter Patter Panini both times um, just cracks me up no matter what. I just I just laugh so hard at that. Um, 
JJ Frankie JJ like he's he isn't anywhere you see no. him yeah. when they're first sitting at that after the after they go to the new scene after they do the uh family reunion and mm-hmm. he says I got to take a piss and then he disappears yeah. yeah and so it's like where where did JJ Frankie JJ go is he hanging out in uh is he hanging out in the toilet still mm-hmm. um so it was just in the whole episode before the whole scene, the scene with Michaels and Shorzy is again, it's great. I have nothing to add to that. Um, but I, what I do want to add on the last part too, is on that fight on that scene where Shorzy's prepping, egging him on. Um, and he swings that stick. I have, I love, I love the gyms because he swings the stick. Mm -hmm. The guy goes after him and Jim one and Jim three actually come out immediately and start brawling Mm -hmm. while Jim two grabs Shorzy and pulls him back off of the rink. And that's what leads everyone to, that's what leads the entire team Mm -hmm. into that area and off of the, off of the ice. And I just think, I just think that's great. I absolutely love the gyms. Yeah. So those are, those are just some of my, during that brawl, I think that Benny and Remy were like violence. They were saying violence in French. Like that's (laughs) so, so yes, they are using French words. It's debatable whether they're stringing together, you know, proper French sentences, but uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It was French. It was about the English dialogue, not the French dialogue. Yeah, exactly. All right, great. This is amazing. So we'll go on to ratings now. Victor, uh, what do you give this episode? Oh, it's an easy fresh once again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so sorry, Trace, but you know, we, we have to we we have to, you know, just be honest here. I mean, it's 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 a blast. Yeah. It's a blast. I'm just eagerly awaiting for the announcement of season two right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, again, we'll put you down as undecided. Tanya, what did you give this episode? <laughs> yeah, no, Victor's uh, completely 100% on. It's it's a fresh for sure. It's uh, it 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 ticks off all the boxes, and uh, it's a great great episode. All right, Matt. Yeah, let's not drag it out. It's a beauty. It's um, I love it. It's, <laughs> these have just been so much fun, and and I'm with Victor. I can't wait for that announcement. It better come. Um, they're just they're just doing i'm I'm very happy with what they're doing okay um i love how you're 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 not wanting to say fresh so so it's a beauty i'm making it a thing okay fine <laughs> um I'll, i'm putting down fresh though all right so i'm gonna say this uh you it's know french to english my first time <laughs> watching the whole series this is this I, f- I, f- I remember correctly this was my least favorite of all of the entire series um but and again, it was that scene just felt really long the first time I saw it. But now, like I just appreciate it more. So uh, this and this time around, I loved watching that scene. And a lot of it has to do with I mean, it's fucking Scott Thompson. They got Scott Thompson to come on for one uh, episode, and and he was awesome. He was great, and and basically humanized Shorzy, uh, make him a fully fledged human character. So I loved it. I love the dynamic there. I love the potential for future storylines with that whole family. That whole family is just going to be one bizarre kind of family. So I guess, I guess I'll give this one a fresh. Wondrous. Oh my God. Victor's background, unicorn background is back, and uh, Brandon. You should have had the bird. You should have pushed the bird button instead. Yeah. 
Oh, the, oh, the, the chirping. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, Brenya, the unicorn is in the books. The third straight Shorzy unicorn is in the books. So pressure's off. Uh, what what do you give this one? Um, despite my despite my feelings about the whole family reunion, mm-hmm. I still think it's a fresh. I loved the second half. Um, anything Shorzy, Shorzy's my favorite character. So anything that he does, I think is pretty much gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. I loved what, the whole. Was he always half. your favorite character? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's always oh, yeah. been my favorite yeah. character. Um, something about his trash talking just <laughs> I love. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I still like I said, despite every despite the first half, I still love it. Second half definitely did it for me, so it's a fresh for me. Excellent. All right, let's move on to game sticks. Victor, who do you give the game stick oh, yeah. to? Well, I, I you know, and thank you, Brainia, because I think you're the only one that kind of uh, talked about the scene. Um, because we didn't really give it enough love, I don't think, but, uh, uh, Lenny and Benny, I mean, (laughs) you know, I was wondering how are we going to get Glenn in here? And we didn't get Glenn, but we got the second best thing. And maybe it's even the, 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 the first best thing. I mean, uh, Martin Brodeur was always my favorite goalie, um, after Ron Hextall. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, and we didn't get Martin Brodeur, but we got, uh, Benny Benoit Brodeur. Benoit Brodeur. So, yeah. So, so I loved it. And I kind of, I was struggling, uh, and, and Lawrence was also awesome, but I was struggling whether the MVP goes to, to Benny or does it go to his suit? Because that suit was just, it was, it was so nostalgic, oh you know, br- brings me back, brings me back to slap shot with those announcers from slap shot. <laughs> Uh, I think it might have been even the same suit uh, from from Slapshot. So um, I, I just, I'm, you know, I loved it. I thought it was incredible. Okay, so you're giving it to Benny's suit. Ben, Benny, Benny in the suits. Oh, Benny in the <laughs> Benny suit. in the suits. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, Tanya. Get, bring us back to reality. Uh, you know, I'm. I, I just, I, I feel like I have to give it to Shorzy. Like I loved him in every single one of the scenes, like everything he said was fantastic. You know, keep saying sisters, you both called him dad, um, him and working so on it's so him and working on Laura Moore, uh, and, you know, calling out to like some, you know, invisible person that, you know, Laura Moore is the best looking person. And so, and, and, and him and Nat and, uh, Mark, uh, you know, that, that whole, You know, it was just every single scene he made me laugh, and and it was just one thing after another after another, and I just I thought it was fantastic. Okay, Uh, so sure as it is, Matt, who do you give it to? (laughs) Good choice for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, I'm actually because. I mean, I, f- I feel like Brenya is in the same wavelength on this one, but I'm going to send some love to the crew and I'm going to give my, my game stick to Billy Butchery and his oh. crew for, for that, for that final scene. It just, I get so drawn into the art sometimes when they really take those moments. And that scene just made me very, very happy. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I appreciated everything about that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the episode was fantastic, yeah. but, I'm sending some love that way today. Excellent. Good pick. Yeah. That's going off. You're almost pulling a victory there, but I like your pick better than, than <laughs> a little more reasonable. One yeah. Though. A little more reasonable. <laughs> you know what? So, and hearing Tanya talk, I was about to give it to Shorzy, but then I looked on the live stream and you know what? 
Damn it. I'm giving a shout out to the dad character, to Scott Thompson's character. He was great. I loved him and, and I would, I would love to see more of him. Um, but yeah, whenever, uh, something was said that was ridiculous, it's like, Oh no, no, actually that was said. Yes. Like he's, (laughs) it's just the way he, that he delivered his, his, uh, scene was really good. Uh, it was a, you know, a a short part of a long scene, uh, but I really enjoyed it. And just, just having a kid in the hall on, on, uh, on a, Kiso verse or or Letty verse, whatever what whatever you want letter, to call it. Letter, letter, letter verse, letter verse, yeah. um, uh, show uh, is is great. I love it. So Brenya, who do you give the game <laughs> stick to? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be awkward and be the one weird one. Do it. Do um, it. So I'm gonna. So first of all, I really wanted to give it to the gyms, mm-hmm. um, specifically <laughs> just for that last scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, mine is gonna go to Sanguinette. Hey. Um, so because cute. the one what sticks out in my head, and I can't get over it, no matter how many times I've seen this, and even as I continue to think about it, mm-hmm. is when he pulls up in his jeep, and Dolo, Goody, and hitch are getting their getting into their brawl he runs out and is ready to get right in there with them and what's he gonna do right running up (laughs) what's he gonna do but first but second of all he gets up in there and as soon as he's getting the uh, one of the other dudes just comes and takes him from the side yeah he's immediately just like done (laughs) and it just stuck out to me because it's like how many times will you see you know he's a coach now Mm -hmm. but he's still very much part of the team very much want to be wants to be with everybody he will go and stand by his guys and it just stuck with me so well to a fault wow all right sanguinette you know and when you say you're gonna be the the one uh awkward person here that bar is set way too high by by victor you're you're no yeah don't worry you you weren't the awkward one never you're you're practically uh um he gave it to an unborn fetus yeah well and this time he gave it to a suit he gave it to benny's suits you can't undo that you can't ever ever (laughs) i stand i stand by my pick (laughs) anyway let's go on to top fives uh this is uh episode four so where would you put rank this one victor uh oh man i mean they're all number ones Mm. Right. I mean, it's, at this point, it almost doesn't matter, but maybe I'll slip it into uh, uh, I'll slip it into number two just mm-hmm. because I'm still so impressed that we got a full hockey game. Right. Last time. Yeah. yeah you really so enjoyed that. One. Yeah. 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 This time we got a whole family reunion mm-hmm. and <sighs> and and then a little bit more. So it's it almost kind of very similar that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, just because Tanya was annoyed by that gym, gym scene, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make this one a number two. Okay, Tanya, where would you rank this one? Uh, that's, it's hard. It actually really is. Um, I'm going to say two as well. Okay. Yeah. Matt. What's my order so far? Do you have that information? Oh, geez. You're making make me I don't like out the, of order. I, I don't like this game, though, because I'm with Victor. They're all order, so good. Dude. This one is a little more difficult because uh, it's just an ongoing story, right? Well, that's but, it, right? Yeah, You're invested so now. You've got uh, Veteran Presence. So episode two is your number one. Yeah. Never Lose Again. Episode one is your number two and know your role. So last week's episode is your number three. God, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> um, know your role and just get it together. Just- now, but now, no, but now I want to take episode one and put it to four and put this at two. <laughs> you're allowed to do that. Yeah, like I'm going to. to do it. It's just, I don't like it. Okay. You're so- not supposed to like it. You're just supposed to 
give your answer. Don't tell me how to feel. <laughs> All right. Victor. So you're moving a veteran <laughs> presence down to number four and you're yes. putting this one at number two. So never lose again is your number one is number one. Is veteran presence the first episode? Yes. Yes. No. And that's correct. And that's accurate. Okay. okay. Uh, very confusing. Uh, I'm going to leave this one at number four. Um, Cause right, you know, like I said, the first time I saw this, this was my least favorite episode as good as it is. So all the other ones uh, t- to me are still, you know, better. So uh, this one here is number four for me. Uh, Brenya, I'm not going to ask you to rank Shorzy, but do you, did you rank your letter Kenny episodes? Do you have those? I did. Oh, okay. I just want to throw out real quick. I think squarely Matt veteran presence, I think is number two. I know you look unhappy with me. I'm very conflicted here, Brenya. I'm not going to lie. I don't like, (laughs) I'm really genuinely not liking this game right now. Okay. It's okay. I forgive you. Anyway, um, my five for Mm -hmm. letter Kenny. Um, so it's probably the same that I said back in November. Um, but number one is a fuss at the golf course. Um, number two is super soft birthday. Number three. Um, my number three is holy sheets. Number four is national senior championship. And then five is red card, yellow card. Oh, Oh, there's a couple of different ones in the, in the yellow card is what birthed the uh, blue spatula. Yes. Yes, it was. And that's probably why she picked it too. There you go. And are we all so lucky. Uh, <laughs> and now there's a shirt. Yeah. Now there's a shirt, <laughs> there's a shirt. That, that at least one person owns. Okay. Red card, yellow card, national senior. Cause they hockey. won it. Yeah. yeah Cause, cause they, they won it. Yeah. She got it for free, but you know, whatever. We won't, we won't uh, to. Anyway, that, that's amazing. All right. So uh, let's move on quickly to, Oh, I've lost my soundboard. Where's my soundboard here. It is. What am I job. looking for? No, not one job. Um, Oh, fuck. I've lost it. Oh, here it is. Okay, oh, so it's fuck. time for... The Letter Kenny Cold Open Bracket Update. Right. Let me tell you, this week, I don't know. I don't know how... Yeah, we're all shaking our heads. It's... What a weird it week. Is. Yeah, bad things happen. Bad things happen. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's democracy, I guess. But uh, here we go. Uh, we had uh, l- Only a Lonely... Um, losing out to fun dip dry rip 74 31 and i mean that one fine whatever uh I, I wasn't too you know married to any one of those but we have alphabet aerobics beating out wayne and tannis 82 65 uh you know that one's close too but uh here's the one here's the one that hurts i don't get this but okay the the, the people have spoken to be fair 138 attention's paid 90 what the hell <laughs> people now, here's a question i mean i want to know <laughs> voters if they're going back and watching these or they're just hearing the world to be fair and they're all in their head going to be fair and then laughing and then clicking the button maybe yeah like, <laughs> yeah i mean it's the only the only valid explanation i can think of attention's paid being eliminated in this round to be fair trace do you have to talk about it i know <laughs> to be fair was a good and actually i did see uh, i should have re- uh, i should have copied it, but uh our friend crystal she she did make an argument that she enjoyed uh to be fair more than attention's paid so i mean i guess there are people out there who um you know uh are, are wrong but uh so you know, apparently 138 of them over 90 who, well to be fair <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to be, be fair, fair. <laughs> I I may have given a vote to be fair. What? Um, 
the hell, Victor? I'm not shocked that Victor would do that. Yeah, you know what? I'm not surprised. You're right. Not surprising at all. Why? Are because you want to be a contrarian, or do you actually believe to be fair is better than the tensions paid? I, I, you know what? I, um, I thought that it was better. I mean, I don't know what. What do you want me to say? <laughs> so, As he so laughs. disappointing. So disappointing. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to move on. To see the world burn and people fight about it. <laughs> yes, apparently so. Uh, okay, we're going to move on. There was a poll that I forgot to read out last week, so I'm going to read it out to this week. And it's, what do you think we should call the world of Letter Kenny and Shorzy? And we had, uh, I had the options I had were Letterverse, Kisoverse, LKU, or yeah, LKU or other. Uh, so. Kisoverse won 39.6% over 37.2% Letterverse. So it was pretty close. It doesn't mean anything. Like we're, we're going to call it whatever we're going to call it. But then I asked for, I asked for some, some, uh, thanks for the taking the poll. Yeah. So I asked for some suggestions and this is one, not democracy. And, and one, I re- well, one I really enjoyed. Uh, unfortunately, the person's name, the person's Twitter handle is like, I can't read it. It's FK Keefe or whatever. Uh, the universe. I fucking love it. Universe. You have to say it. Universe, or see it written out, or else it doesn't mean anything because it's just the universe. Yeah, it's cute, but it's yeah. not uh, letterverse. Queer. I don't know. And then Cowboy said, "Wait, LKU is really good. I want to change my vote from letterverse." Uh, somebody said, "Lettershore." Uh, or Canada, that's from Just a Texan, or Reality <laughs> 2.0 from You Beast, uh, Kennyverse, that's from Ruhito Abide. Did you just say Canada? Yeah, somebody just said Canada. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Drew Drew Barthlow said Gus and Bruniverse, so I thought that was kind of fun, and that kind of that's triggered me one. to say, how about the Pupperverse? So that's also because they drew drink puppers in both shows, so that it could be the Pupperverse mm. as well. So anyway, thank you for. For uh, your help with, the, I, with that, I like poll. Gus and Bruniverse. That's a good one. Gus, Gus and Bruniverse was, was fun. Uh, so for sure. All right, and uh, that's all I have. I don't think I have any news for this week or any reviews or listener comments. So uh, we'll move on to final comments. Victor, what you got? Uh, what do I got? Well, uh, first, I'm encouraged by you saying this is the weakest episode. Um, at the same, it's almost kind of spoiling a little bit. Uh, so so settle down there. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the next. Uh, I guess there's only what two episodes. Yeah, left. two two left. Yeah, that's that's very discouraging. <laughs> um, uh, I I mean I you know when we started Letterkenny we had like uh, eight seasons or something like that in front of us. So, yeah. Um, this is this is yeah. I'm starting to feel the way you know the the Letterverse felt when when we started. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this was great. Uh, Brania, you were awesome. I I w- really want to thank you for being authentic and real when your kind of review, especially with the first scene. Uh, you weren't uh, didn't let the the peer pressure of the DJs here, uh, you know, influence your. You included, your by the so, way. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, so thanks for that authenticity. That that's really great, and it's encouraged, uh, and it's uh, mo- mostly a safe space to do that. Yes. <laughs> mostly <laughs> unless your name's matt and then it's not tanya or tanya your final comments <laughs> brania thank you so much for coming in tonight i loved your insight you were so well spoken and uh, your nerves didn't show at all so if you were nervous uh you were amazing um yeah, it was, it was, I, I'm so looking forward to, and I, and I'm even more so looking forward to watching, um, all the episodes already 
again uh, of Shorzy uh, with her son. And, wow. and who and, are you? What have you done with my I, wife? I'm really looking forward to it. Cause you know what? <laughs> Shorzy is, and I, I find it to be even better than what the letter Kenny was. Mm. And, yes. and uh, it, it not that I get the hockey references cause I don't get all of those, but I just, I, it's, it's all the best parts of letter Kenny um, is, is what we're seeing in Shorzy, I feel. And, uh, you know, even driving through the city yesterday, uh, driving through Toronto and seeing an ad on a, at a bus, um, oh, yeah, for Shorzy on, on a bus shelter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope it really does well. And mm-hmm. I hope it gets picked, picked up for, uh, um, many more seasons for sure. Mm-hmm. Matt. Uh, yeah, Brenya, I'm so glad you finally made it out. I know we've been, uh, you've been a long or you've been in the, the chat for a long time. You've been commenting online. So I'm so glad we finally got to meet you. You brought you a game. Thanks for joining. We, we so appreciate it. Um, uh, Tanya, it sounds like you are, um, doing some Stockholm syndrome here, but it's okay. <laughs> we welcome it in this case. Uh, you've come full circle and that's Wonderful. So mm-hmm. keep enjoying, binge watch all you want, mm-hmm. go through it multiple times. <laughs> Welcome. You, you made it. Welcome to the club. You, you can probably update the, uh, the description to say we made it. Um, yeah. so that's good. And this is so much fun. I mean, I, yeah, I I'm, I'm upset. There's only two left because I really am enjoying this series. Like what do we have? Three back, like three in a row unicorns on this. Mm-hmm. There is just a lot of happy and fun happening through this series. Um, Great job to the team that that put this together because mm-hmm. um, it's really paying off. So absolutely, yeah, looking forward to more. Yeah, I mean, I think we're seeing an evolution of Jerry Kiso as a writer. Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, Letter Kenny was his first major project, and he's got even those uh, seasons have gotten better. I think the last season we rated season ten was our highest, one of our highest rated seasons. Uh, so he's gotten better at that. But this is also just a very different show, right? This is this is more of a story. This is more of a continuum of a story, not a bunch of like funny skits put together by a loosely by a storyline. Uh, so I, you know, it's not, I don't think we need to be comparing the two. But uh, I, one thing's for sure: were it not for sure, uh, Letter Kenny Shorzy wouldn't exist. So uh, you know, one has to come before the other, right? Brenya, you were great. Thank you so much. Uh, so thank you for joining us. You didn't seem nervous at all. Um, you did a great job. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you you uh, come back. And hopefully now you'll also join us in our after parties and, and our ag hall socials now that uh, you've shown your face and, and shown that you're a real person. I was always wondering, like, is Brenya real? Maybe maybe she's maybe she's Jared Kiso in disguise. Like, I was, you know, wondering if uh, we'd turn on the, the Zoom today and see, uh, you know, Shorzy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh thank you so much you did a great job and uh, and and we hope to to have you back yeah and your hot spot did great as well yes your hot spot uh hardly ever uh froze well what do you have any comments thank you um yeah so much thank you guys for having me and i kind of like being kind of the unknown in the universe it's like who is she um is she real what does she do um so yeah it was great i'm really glad that i came out i i was telling al before this that i was 
I'm a lurker. I usually hang out in the back and see, like, I'm not active in the DMs very much, but I read them every single day. Um, <laughs> so I always usually know what's going on. Um, and I had to be talked into coming into this because when Al first messaged me, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I was like, maybe not. And well, co my supervisor. Yeah. Uh, thank you. My supervisor was like, do it. So oh. everyone's super excited to hear. Uh, everyone's super excited to hear about it so um, i'm glad i came you guys were great um so yeah thank you so much well hello to brenya's supervisor and thank you for for coercing her and using your your position of power to make her come on the podcast yeah Yeah, in in the chat you're getting great job brenya yay brenya and then absolutely liz is saying props for the lurkers Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) let's hear for the lurkers all right i'm going to play us off here with the song from today's yeah today tonight's episode father father by jay prince And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review and recap episode five of Shorzy. Hockey brings people together with our friend and first timer, Maurice. Don't forget to give our spot. Oh, not Maurice. Britt and Mo. I, I, I wrote down the, the name in uh, Patreon, but it's Britt and Mo are joining us next week. Uh, and it's don't call me Britain, Br- Brittany. Britt. <laughs> don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PRODUSTAN for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, tell your friends. Rate us on iTunes, Spotify. Become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile. At Protestant Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Protestant Pod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to the after party on behalf of Brenya, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Tell everybody, I'm a go wow, wow, wow. for the night. How about right now for the night?